Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, this is Ron Birch, author, playwright of Play Today, Santa the Claus, and I'm here with Gather by the Ghostly. Holiday greetings and welcome back to Gather by the Ghostlight, original stories for radio theater. I'm Jonathan Cook, your host, producer, and sometimes voice actor on this thing. And I hope you guys are all enjoying the holiday season and all the wonderful things that come along with that. Now, if you've been paying attention to our social media and the theater news out there, you may have seen a big announcement this past week. And that is that we here at Gather by the Ghost Light are collaborating with Le Chat Noir Theater to bring Augusta, Georgia, its first ever international short play festival in April 2024. And we are currently accepting submissions through the end of the year. Now, as you know, we mainly focus on audio plays here. So this will be our first big stage play event. Eight total plays will be selected to be produced in this festival, and there will also be a fancy artist reception for all the selected writers who are able to attend. It is going to be a lot of fun. And also, when you submit your script, you're not only submitting to this short play festival, but your script will also be considered to be produced as an audio play on season five of Gather by the Ghostlight. So even if your play isn't selected for the stage performance, it will still be in consideration of being produced as an audio play on this podcast. It's exciting stuff, folks. And I know I'm excited and I could tell by the looks on your faces that you're excited too. So if you are an established writer or even an aspiring writer, go to gatherbythegostlight.com and look for the play submissions tab for more information on the guidelines for submitting your script. Oh, and speaking of the holiday season, I couldn't help but notice that it's December, which means it's time for the annual fourth time ever festive Christmas diehard holiday special extravaganza. And that means that we have a couple of holiday-themed plays lined up this year for your listening pleasure. And first up is a play called Santa the Claus, written by Ron Birch. Mr. Birch is not only a playwright, but he's also a novelist and a screenwriter, and was recently even the showrunner for the DreamWorks Animation Studios Netflix series, Dino Trucks. In his play that you're about to hear, you're going to witness a different side to jolly old Santa as he visits a rich CEO of a toy company and makes him an offer he can't refuse. Before we begin, I do want to let you know that this story does contain adult language, so please be mindful if there are children near you. Now, gather around the ghost light, sit back and enjoy. This is Santa the Claus, written by Ron Birch. And be sure to stick around after the story to hear an interview with this writer. Wow, I'm sorry, I'm just stunned. I mean, Santa lands his sleigh on our helicopter pad with his elf, and he wants to talk to me? I'm blown away. Where is he? Oh, he's coming. He doesn't want to make a big deal out of it. Merry Christmas. Man, I can't believe it. You're actually Santa Claus. I mean, I didn't think you actually existed. But the sleigh and the reindeer and... It's like a childhood dream come true. It is so great to meet you. Thank you, Mr. Hargraves. I hope we're not causing too much trouble by dropping by your office holiday party. Not at all, Santa. Not at all. 
Do you think I could let my employees meet you? You know, it's better in these situations to just let them have their fun. Oh, you mean not to give away that you exist? Not actually. Sit the fuck down. Huh? He said sit. Hey! What's going on? Shut up, Hargraves. Excuse me? Don't try to soft soap me with all that nostalgic, sentimental bullshit. You know why I'm here. To spread holiday cheer? Fuck holiday cheer. I don't understand. Don't move. I wouldn't mess with Beetle. Your elf? Be serious. Don't make me fuck you up. Hey! Listen, Hargraves, I know who you are. You're the CEO of Awesome Toys. Right now, your company is the most profitable toy company in the world. So? I want my cut. Your cut of what? My profit. What are you talking about? You call him Mr. Claus. Sorry. What are you talking about, Mr. Claus? For years, I busted my ass bringing free toys to all the boys and girls out of the goodness of my heart for the kids who had hard lives. But then you corporations stepped in. You use my name. You force all the parents into buying tons of your expensive toys under the guise that Santa is bringing them. So? You come into my territory and you make money off my back? Well... I wouldn't put it that way. Beetle, would you put it that way? I definitely would, Mr. Claus. I'm sure we can come to some understanding. You're goddamn right we're coming to an understanding. Pay me, or you'll find your feet in cement booties. Love cement booties. You toy companies have pimped my name enough. I want my percentage. And what if I don't? Beetle takes you for a sleigh ride. (laughs) Oh, fun. Is this some kind of joke? Are you saying I'm not really Santa Claus, punk? Well, you know how tired I am of that. How would you like to have thousands of people dress up like you, say they're you, and get away with all kinds of shit, make money off your image, and there's very little you can do about it because you're supposed to be fucking jolly? Guess I'd be annoyed. Oh, fucking ho you would be. So I guess I'm kind of on your naughty list. If you were on my naughty list, the next time someone saw you, it'd be in pieces. Mm, I'm good with a saw. Here's our contract. Sign it. I can't really sign anything until the company lawyers take a Beetle look. Beetle the Nutcracker. Hey! Whoa, 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 whoa! You whoa. I'm tired of whoa You don't sign this contract, Beetle's gonna squeeze your nuts into nothingness. And what? You call the cops and tell them Santa and his elf roughed you off? No one's gonna believe that. Know why? Because I'm a fucking myth. They'll put you in the loony bin. You and your compressed nuts. You're serious about this. How big is your house? I don't see what business... Beetle? Nutcracker? Okay. A little over 6,000 square feet. How many acres you own? A little over 10. And that includes... Can I feed him to the reindeer, Mr. Claus? Hmm. A pool, tennis court, basketball court, a, a movie theater? You have your own movie theater? That only seats 40. You know where I live? The North Pole. Eh, Cleveland. Couldn't afford the pole anymore. You know what it costs to feed reindeer and elves? A shitload of money, that's what. Especially when you work freelance like I do. 
I haven't had a new suit in over a hundred years. I miss the pole. We all do, Beetle. We all do. But with the help of Mr. Hargraves here and all the other toy company CEOs, we're going to be back on top soon. Maybe you need to go into a different line of work. A different line of work. I'm Santa, cocksucker. I am Christmas. I am Christmas spirit and Christmas joy and all that other jolly shit. Now, sign. What if I hired you? And what if I was the Tooth Fairy? Oh, I love the Tooth Fairy. I'm serious. I'll give you your own toy line. What do you think about that? Keep talking. We'll call it Santa's brand. Supervised by the Claus himself. We'll split the profit 50-50. It would be better if Santa was getting 75. Okay, 75. I bring my elves with me? You got it. I call the shots. Whatever you want. What's the catch? I'm the only toy company you go with. (laughs) And why should I agree to this? Steady job, benefits, health, 401k. Does that include dental? Sure does. Ask all my happy workers out there. Santa, I really need dental. Ever since Rudolph kicked me in the head. But I get to call my own shots. If I get Santa, whatever you want. Okay, deal. But don't make me go Krampus on your ass. I'll get my lawyers right now and have them start drawing up the contracts. Santa, I just don't understand why you'd want to be in business with that person. Because, as I was hoping, Beetle, I get to call the shots. What does that mean? Get my holiday back and provide free toys for the kids again, as Mr. Hargraves will eventually find out. Ah, that's why you're Santa. When you're dealing with business people, you gotta talk their language. Fucking B. I I think you mean fucking A, Santa. Sorry, I'll get that right eventually. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> that was Santa the Claus, written by Ron Birch. It was performed by Everett Street as Mr. Hargraves, Kayla Gardner as Beetle the Elf, and Rob Smith as Santa. All right, so with me now is the writer of the story you just heard. He's based in Indianapolis, and his work spans from television, film, plays, and novels. He was the executive producer and showrunner of the DreamWorks animation TV show Dino Trucks. Uh, He also was the writer on several seasons of the animated show Marvel Super Adventures, but more than that, he was also nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award when he was a staff writer on the TV sitcom The Closer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ron Birch. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for being here. Uh, So there's probably a lot of people listening right now that are already familiar with your work and just don't realize it. So could you give us the uh, the breakdown of your creative journey and how you got into the, this world of writing? Well, I guess, uh, you know, I started as a playwright and um, did my graduate work in Boston and then moved to New York City for several years and, uh, you know, worked um, worked there, worked with, uh, I was uh, part of a New York theater workshop and, you know, this is back in the nineties when, uh, when, uh, Jonathan wrote rent and, um, you know, and then eventually made my way out to LA and I, you know, with, uh, a writing partner out here or out there and, uh, worked, uh, 
many years. Very, very cool. And uh, so you've written a lot of scripts over the years. You've got a very impressive resume. Um, one of those scripts uh, the audience just heard is an audio play called Santa the Claus. I want to talk about this this play for a little bit. Uh, so one of the things I love about this is seeing this version of Santa Claus. He comes in all jolly, and then we have this sudden turn where he becomes this mobsterish, foul mouth version of Santa that we aren't that familiar with. So I really liked uh, your take on that. And I'm a huge fan of dark humor and fantasy, so this one just checked all the right boxes for me. Uh, so for you, as someone who's television career has mostly been, well, I don't know about mostly, but you've written a lot of uh, animated children's shows. So yep. how'd, you, how'd you come about writing this gritty, edgy holiday play that came together like this? Uh, I, you know, I think I was just, I don't know, I, I think it actually uh, started with, I was thinking about Santa and what he would think about all the toy companies and the whole notion of Christmas now and uh, and what would he do? And that's kind of where it came from. You know, a, a different kind of what would he do that we hadn't or I hadn't seen before. Very cool. And has there been any stage productions of this that, and if there has, have you had a chance to see it? I have not. I have not seen. Wait, I saw the first one, which is a reading. Um, it came about at a place uh, at a uh, theater group called Playwrights uh, uh, Playground uh, Los Angeles. And that's it was first written there, but it was a stage reading. And then, you know, I don't know if it's been performed since. I don't remember. Okay. Well, there is a production coming up. So for everyone that just heard the audio play version, uh, we're going to be doing the stage version right here in my hometown. We've been um, rehearsing it, got the actors on stage, having a lot of fun with it. Um, and and it's, it's crazy how every version of a play and scripts can always be different, you know, because the audio version is definitely different than the stage version that people will come see. And, and just any theater that does uh, the same script in multiple places, like they all have their own interpretation. So it's really, it's really cool kind of seeing that process uh, as we've been doing this because the stage version has a different director, whereas I uh, directed the audio version that everyone just heard. Uh -huh. So it's a completely, you know, different take on it, but it's, it's been a lot of fun for, uh, for everyone involved. Uh, so with you, having so many different mediums that you've written in, you know, screenwriting, playwriting, novels. When you have a story idea, before you go into writing the script, do you have a different approach for if you're going to, you know, tackle it as a stage play or uh, as, as a screenplay? And what's your process for whichever medium you're going into? Usually, you know, I'm, I'm only writing short pieces, 10 minutes or so for the theater now. And um, usually those are just, get the idea, sit down and write it. Um, there's no kind of structuring. With everything else, there's probably some structuring involved, um, either during the process or during the rewriting process. You know, and that's it's and that's very true with Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood is all, you know, plot structure, you know, outline treatment, you know, beat sheets. So, you know, you're you've got a lot of uh, tools out there to make sure the plot works you know as it does in hollywood but that's that's it that's a lot of structure and i mean you know just beating every scene out and making sure that the story is moving forward and breaking it down that you know most hollywood still uses a three-act structure in terms of film i want to visit a little bit your uh, your time with dreamworks animations you were the showrunner for the show dino trucks yeah uh so as a, a showrunner 
are are you do you have did you have a like staff writers that you kind of guided through the story or did you do did you do the writing on most of the scripts or how, how did that work being a showrunner well i was i there were two of us i we were co-showrunners my writing partner david kidd and i uh we both ran the show but yeah we had a staff we had a staff uh of five four five writers four writers and then we had freelance come in but we would you know um somebody would come up with an idea whether it was one of us or somebody you know one of our staff writers said what about this and we would just sit in a room you know as you do in a writer's room in hollywood it's you know because i came out of sitcoms um you know you you break the story together and and develop it and then you give the bones of the story to the writer and they go off and create a draft mm-hmm. yeah so you're <laughs> I think overall you just seem very humble, but there's also some awards you've won because uh, you were a writer on the movie Ferdinand, the yes. the animated film with the bull that John Cena played, and yep. you guys won. Your writing team won the Hugh Humanitas Award. Is I'm saying that right? Yeah, it's the Humanitas Award. Yeah, Humanitas. Um, that was 2018. Yeah, for, you know, you, you got the family friendly category, I believe. Yeah. So what was that? How, how did what was that like when you guys did you see it coming or was that just something? They, they it, was, it was totally out of the blue. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. We, I mean, we knew that it would be uh, submitted, but I forget, you know, we were, I forget which Pixar film was up that year, but Pixar is always a contender. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was nice. And then also you were nominated for a primetime Emmy for the closer for. Yeah. That was our first, that was our first show. Uh, we were staff writers. It was a, a sitcom with Tom Selleck a right. long time ago. Yeah, and uh, you got nominated for the the song uh, "You Don't Know Jack," the mm-hmm. uh, performance of that, which was sung by Bernadette Peters beautifully. Uh, so, a quick question about that: When you were writing that script, did you know who was going to play that character when you was writing out the song and all that? They'd already have that cast and all that. You know, I don't, I don't remember to be honest with you. Um, I don't think we knew at the beginning, you know, when we said, Hey, let's put a song in here because we'll get royalties for that. (laughs) Um, you know, we'll get a little extra cash. Um, but so I don't know, I don't know if that was set beforehand or not, to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, uh, it, it certainly turned out, uh, uh, differently than we thought. I mean, much better. Oh, cool. Cool. So when you were writing that scene in particular, or that whole episode, actually, because there's a lot of singing in that episode. Um, the because they're they're kind of like visions in his head, from what I remember uh, mm-hmm. for the episode. So did so when it was put together and filmed, compared to what you had in mind when you were writing, uh, how did it compare? Because you, you, you said it, it, it turned out better. It than, was wackier. <laughs> wackier. It, it, it hit a wackiness that we didn't think would happen but we were happy that it did uh so what uh as far as plays or any films or tv you got coming out what do you got coming up that you can plug tell us about anything that's not you know confidential or anything or ndas out there but um uh, you know we've been doing some work for mattel for their um youtube channel so we have shows coming up on that and um that's about it right now you know the strike really quieted everything down for a while Mm-hmm. So it's just now starting to gear up again. As far as it, people finding you, where is the best place for people to kind of, to kind of discover what you're doing and all that, and and how to keep up with you? Um, I I have a website www.ronbirch.com. 
Come visit. Uh, and you're also on the New Play Exchange. That's where I found uh, Santa the Claus. And it's weird when I found that, it was kind of by accident because you know how the search thing is mm-hmm. on there. If you know, I was looking at holiday plays, and you know, normally people may go to the ones with the most recommendations or something like that. And I found yours, Santa the Claus. I don't think it had any recommendations, but I like the synopsis. And uh, I I read it and I was like, this this is this is definitely one that's going to be fun to produce, whether it be on stage or audio. And um, yeah, it's 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 great great little story. And thank you so much for. Uh, for letting us have some fun with it. <laughs> hey, you know, thanks for thanks for doing it, you know, for taking it on. I'm a fan. I'm going to continue reading your work, and I really hope that uh, we can collaborate again in the future. <laughs> you yep. know, in the meantime, you know, just keep creating, keep writing, doing all that cool stuff, and, and definitely uh, keep me updated on, on your film work and stuff coming out, and I'll, I'll definitely check in on you on your website and all that. Okay, Jonathan, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. And if you are associated with a theater and you would like to produce the play you heard today on your stage, send an email to info at gatheredbythegostlight.com or contact the playwright directly at his website, ronbirch.com. And if you'd like to have some really cool Gathered by the Ghostlight merchandise, t-shirts are available at the merchandise link in the show notes and the year one and year two books are both also available at Amazon. Intro and outro music, as always, is provided by artist JK47. And if you enjoyed this podcast, maybe you're a longtime listener, or maybe this is the first episode you've ever heard, let us know. Please leave us a rating or a review in all the places that you can. And also be sure to follow Gather by the Ghost Light on social media to stay up to date on new episodes. And don't forget to submit your script to our International Short Play Festival. The deadline is December 31st. So get on gatherbytheghostlight.com, find that information, and send your script in. I'm Jonathan Cook. And as always, stay safe, and I'll see you next time we gather by the ghost light. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.